Hey, I'm Toby from The Temper Trap and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Woods. Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Today I'm sitting with Toby from Temper Trap. Hi, Toby. How's it going? Hey, Scott. How's it going? Well, I'm doing great, thanks. 
Me too, yeah. You've just heard Sweet Disposition by Temper Trap. I'd love it if you could talk a bit about that track. Yeah, sure. Um, Sweet Disposition, I guess, is probably the track, if, if anyone's heard of our band, that might be the reason why. It was a song, um, you know, Lorenzo brought that riff into practice, um, you know, way back in the mists of time, about five years ago. And yeah, we kind of straight away jumped jumped on it and, and thought that there was some potential in that. Yeah, it's it's kind of exceeded all our expectations, I guess, when it came out. We didn't really realize how um, how many doors that song would open and, and how far it would take us. And, um, you know, it's been a really exciting ride the last three years and we got to move to London, we got to tour around the world. Yeah, it's been it's been a really cool dream come true. I always wanna, when I meet bands that have had a song, like one song that's changed their life trajectory, I always wanna ask them, what's it like playing that song night after night? I guess the natural reaction or the assumption would be that you kind of get sick of playing one song over and over. Um, but. The crowd's different every night and just getting that energy and, and seeing them singing along and seeing them kind of getting into the song so much really kind of refreshes um, refreshes the song itself. And so, yeah, it's not a song we've, we've got sick of playing yet. Awesome. You guys got quite the catchy band name. Where did it come from? Uh, the Temper Trap. Um, it was one of those, uh, we used to be called Temper Temper, um, but it was one of those things where we found out that an American band already had that name after we'd had it for a while. And so running our finger down the T words in the dictionary, we came to trap and uh, decided to stick with the alliteration vibe. Nice, so is there any story behind why you went with trap? Not so much, it's, it's kind of one of those ambiguous um, names. It doesn't really mean much to us, but, uh, but a lot of kind of fans always come up and sort of tell us some of the things that it started to mean to them. So it kind of works in that way. Cool, so can you tell one of those stories? Uh, generally, it's like one of those things about they're on about, um, you know, like the feeling trapped by your emotions and your temper and kind of getting angry, mostly literal stuff like that. Cool. I was going to ask you as an easy question to describe the last time you saw somebody really lose it in public. Oh, um, I saw I saw two homeless guys fighting in um, San Diego the other day. I'm not sure what about, but um, they were pretty animated. Who won? Uh, it's, it was a, probably a points decision um, to homeless guy A. Awesome. Okay, so you guys are Australians. You moved to the UK to find a following in music. I was hoping you could talk a little bit about the culture clash between Australia and being in the UK. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, to be honest, there's not too much of a clash. I guess, um, you know, Australia being a, a British colony, a lot of our... Um, you know, cultural um, things are pretty similar. So I guess the main the main things like food-wise um, and weather-wise are the two ones you notice. Obviously, um, you know, London is pretty grey and, and rainy and we're used to kind of sun and beaches in Australia. Um, and the English have yet to learn how to make a decent cup of coffee. But Australians are slowly moving over there, opening up coffee shops and spreading spreading the word. So So we're getting there. Is it the type of situation where there are a lot of Australians in the UK? There are a lot of Australians in the UK. You get no uh, no exotic points for having an Australian accent in London. Um, I think, to be honest, they're probably sick of the sound of us. Um, yeah, where, where we live, it's kind of, it's not the most uh, Australian-centric suburb in London, but it's, it's pretty up there. Hey, I'm Toby from The Temper Trap, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Brakes on, brakes on, the car is running empty. Brakes on, 
I'm Toby from The Temper Trap, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. All right, welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You've just heard Science of Fear by Temper Trap. I've got Toby in the band. He's here with me. I would love it if you could tell me a bit about that track. Um, yeah, Science of Fear was a, a track that was kind of, it kind of came at a time when we were starting to experiment with kind of programming and, and using samplers and laptops and stuff. And so it was probably the sort of first song that we were using program beats and, um, and a lot more kind of, of those elements, um, something we've kind of gone on to take, to put in a lot more of our songs. But yeah, it's definitely a, a track that was a kind of turning point for us and it's still kind of a live favorite we'll probably always have that one in the set because there's just so much energy in the in the performance and we we all really like the song and 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 love having it in the set cool so you guys are australians who've moved to the uk to find fans would you move to the u.s to try to find fans there um yeah it's something we've thought about um dougie and johnny are both pretty keen to move to the states um johnny our bass player is actually married to an american girl so they've kind of got that connection um but yeah i mean city wise obviously new york's a big draw card um but we're all so really big fans of austin in texas that would probably be probably next on the list after new york if we were to move over to the states cool so back in the day you and dougie from the band you met in a clothing store so who is the better guy at selling jeans <laughs> um well dougie got fired first but that doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't the best at selling it. I think I was the best at appearing to be doing a lot of work without doing that much. Um, but if we had to have a, a gene off, um, it would be pretty, we'd probably both lose, if I was being honest. Neither of us were that good. So you guys, I think it was Dougie who said to you that he wanted to start a band. How did you know that he was serious? Like what moment did you know like, yes, this guy actually means it? Uh, he asked me quite a few times. Um, I was already playing playing in, in another band before, so at first, like, I wasn't super keen. Um, but, yeah, eventually I just kind of went out to have, you know, it would be fun to have a jam with, with Dougie and this other guy, Simon. And as soon as I kind of heard the songs um, he'd written and, and heard his voice, I was like, oh, this guy's actually really good. Um, so after that, yeah, I kind of knew, knew something was going to happen. Cool. Can you talk about a moment in the store working and talking about music um yeah i mean you there's a lot of there's a lot of time to waste when you're working kind of 10 hour days in a clothing store so yeah we would um you know talk about you know bands and um you know what we were listening to and obviously there's kind of constantly music on the floor um so what band did you particularly like then um probably the band we bonded over most was radiohead um, it's still a pretty big influence on our, our sound and you know we don't the, the five of us in the band have pretty different tastes but for the most part that's probably the the band that ties us together the most hey I'm Toby from the temper trap and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood another night of rioting in England as police clash with youths in several cities you went to the stores that you'd apply for a job at yeah I went across that I went clapping yeah to go where I handed out a CPL that like, yeah, you don't want to reply back to an email or that like, yeah, this is payback, isn't it? Payback, right? And what about you? Any bad feelings at all? Have you ever thought about it at night when you've been sleeping in your bed? No, because I'm watching my plasma that I just got. Seems <laughs> like Christmas came early.
government's COBRA committee. This is criminality, pure and simple, and it has to be defeated. Hey, I'm Toby from The Temper Trap, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Cool. The other song I had to talk about is London's Burning, because that's kind of the standout track for more political reasons, so I was hoping you could talk a little bit about that one. Yeah, um, London's Burning, um, you know, where we live in London, Hackney was one of the kind of hot, hot spots of the riots that happened there last year. Um, and so for us, it was, yeah, it was a really visceral kind of experience being there and seeing um, that all happen right around us. and. I remember walking home from the studio that day and, you know, everyone's boarding up their shops, the streets are empty, there's uh, police helicopters flying around and then, you know, kind of seeing, seeing and smelling the smoke in the air and, and realising what was actually going on, um, you know, it was a definitely an experience that left a mark on us and Dougie brought those lyrics back into the studio a couple of days later and we already had some music um, for that tune and they kind of just clicked really well um, and I think... You know, despite the fact that it's been a bit of a controversial song in in London, it's a it's a song that we're as a band really proud of. Sometimes dealing with that kind of subject matter can be tricky. So, what made you guys decide to be like, we're going to do it? Um, we just, you know, having having been through the experience, you know, you write about what what you know and what you've gone through, um, and so for us. It just seemed like a natural thing, you know. We'd been living uh, in Hackney the whole time we've been in London, so that's three years, and it definitely feels like feels like home. So, I guess the the fact that you know perhaps being Australian, um, people see that we might not be the the ideal people to speak about those things. But sometimes just having that sort of extra degree of separation gives you the space to kind of bring a different observation to it. All right, so Temper Trap is the name of the band. It's also the name of your second record. You guys have just put it out. I was wondering, second albums can be difficult for bands. How did you insulate yourself from the pressures of a second record? Um, yeah, we definitely were conscious of, of the pressures that are kind of come with like trying to follow up um, your first record. Uh, for the most part, we kind of just, we got a rehearsal room in London and we kind of just locked ourselves in there in the same way that we did when we were writing Conditions back in Melbourne. Um, just didn't play the songs to anyone um, trusted in in ourselves that you know the songs came the first time they would come around this time as well and we didn't place any boundaries on you know what style of songs we would write or who would be writing the songs we just kind of let it happen really naturally um, and, you know obviously the longer that process goes on when you have to start playing things to you know producers you might want to work with and your people at your label then you become more aware, I guess, of um, you know those pressures and expectations from yourself, from your fans, and from the people around you. But 
Um, you know, by the time we got to the end of the recording, I think we felt like we'd managed to keep that at bay um, and we're really happy with, with the final product we'd ended up with. Having a second record of material means that some old songs can drop off the set list. So can you talk about one song you're happy to retire? <laughs> yeah, um, there's a song called Rest, um, which was one of, the, one of the songs that we used to kind of always have to play when we only had 10 songs in the set. Um, but I think most of us will be uh, happy if we never have to play that one again. I was reading that uh, you and Lorenzo used to be in a band singing Smashing Pumpkins covers. Would you ever sneak one of those covers into a Temper Trap set? Um, that was a long time ago, and neither of us were the ones singing it. So, um, yeah, I think that, 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 that might be a, uh, a wish that's not going to happen. You've been so sedate and so calm during this whole thing. I have to ask one question to see if I can rattle you a little bit. So, Michael Hutchins, famous Australian, died a rock star. If you were going to write yourself out in suitable rock star manner, how would Toby go out? How would Toby go out? Uh, I'm pretty into roller coasters and kind of extreme uh, things that involve falling. So I've been pretty keen to go skydiving recently. So perhaps, uh, perhaps a skydiving incident or a roller coaster actually a roller coaster would be better we're riding the front of the world's fastest roller coaster and just kind of shoot off into space cool at the end of the show i love the guest to pick one of their songs and talk a little bit about it as i bring up the music why don't we pick the first single off the new record uh so that was be need your love um yeah it's, uh, it's it was one of the last songs to kind of make um make it to the recording stage when we were doing pre-production um, we weren't going to really record it. It had, a, it had a very different vibe. And then in the last kind of day, we had a few hours left. Um, so we, we kind of pulled it out and um, really changed it around. It used to sound kind of like, like an Arcade Fire song, to be honest. Um, but we kind of took that bass line, put it on the Moog, and, and that just kind of completely changed the vibe, really turned it into a kind of um, an 80s, uh, a fond look back into the 80s. Um, Recording it was was tough as well. You know, it took it probably took the longest to kind of get it right. Um, but you know, everyone was really happy with it when um, when it got finished. And then uh, we kind of added the cherry on top of the '80s Karate Kid um, homage video. Nice. So we're gonna listen to "Need Your Love" by Temper Trap. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Hey, I'm Toby from the Temper Trap, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. 